Previously on Wove Inspiration. So people don't sleep a year. I wasn't getting sleep there. Like I got really unhealthy. It was bad. Like my sister was health. Like she was going to school for health. So uh-huh. her being my roommate helped me out. I felt like I was living with a doctor. So she was like, "Oh wow, you need to go to bed." Because <laughs> she yeah. was like, "Yeah, my mom." I like for medical purposes. <laughs> You need to go to sleep because you like between 10 and 2, your body actually like repairs itself. But you try to stay up all night, not gonna help you. Yeah. So it was just weird, like her being there, like she helped me a lot. This is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. This is Wove Inspiration's Monday Morning Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson. And today it is a, oh man, this is, this is a long time coming. I'm really glad that I have this guy on my show today. We met, I don't even remember, like a couple of months ago. And it seems like we've become family, um, very, very, very long distance family because he is actually in Japan, Tokyo, Japan, you guys. So it is an awesome honor to have this guy on the show. His name is Kyle with Tokyo Munchies. And if you haven't heard his podcast, you guys need to check it out. Kyle, what's going on? Hey, Avila, nice to see you. And oh, actually not nice to see you. Nice to actually talk to you <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> oh, not much. It's um, fantastic to be on Wove Inspiration. I'm really enjoying your podcast. I listen to them every now and then. And yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show. Absolutely. So give me a little bit of information about yourself, Kyle. Okay. um, So my name is Kyle. I'm from Australia, from Queensland, Australia. I moved to Tokyo about 10 years ago, and I've been living in Tokyo for the last nine to 10 years. I've done every single job underneath the sun here that you could possibly imagine. Uh, currently, I'm running Tokyo Munchies, which is my love child, my little brainchild, exporting Japanese candy around the world. Recently, I was promoted to CEO of Japan Ramen Box, so we're exporting Japanese ramen, instant ramen around the world as well. So I'll be sending you, Athelia, a box of Japanese ramen very shortly as well awesome. for you guys to test out. And um, in between running Tokyo Munchies and Japan Ramen Box, I work as a tennis coach full-time here in Tokyo. Okay. Wow, you're really busy. (laughs) Yeah. So what made you decide to to start Tokyo Munchies? Uh, Okay. I'll I'll be honest with you guys because honesty is the best policy. I work for an export company exporting Japanese candy about maybe four or five years ago. And due to health issues, I lost the job. And um, I thought, well, if you can do it, I can do it. So Mm -hmm. I decided to start my own export company, exporting Japanese candy. I've got a background in internet marketing and graphic design, so I can make my own content. I know how to market. I know how to use all the social media platforms effectively. And I love Japanese candy and snacks. (laughs) <laughs> which is terrible because I'm eating candy right now and it's, <laughs> it's, it's 11 a.m. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. And let me tell you guys something. I was able to uh, purchase 
um, some of the um, snacks and everything because it was a special gift for my son, Joshua. He was turning 16. And I said, and he's all into anime and, and everything. And I was like, this would be a perfect gift. And so when they did, uh, Josh actually received it of course he had to share it with his sister and i think it was maybe less than a couple of days that all of the snacks were gone and there was a lot of snacks that you sent kyle <laughs> <laughs> that's my pleasure and um uh as you and me know um i made a really rookie amateur error and i forgot to include you include your zip code on the address so <laughs> yeah but for your audience I'm really sorry to you and to Joshua. Your order was sent back to me, then I had to resend it. But I included extra gifts when I resend it just to Absolutely. make up for that. And I'm really, really sorry about that. Mm -hmm. But I'm really happy that Joshua enjoyed it. Oh, and I'm man. a little bit I'm a little bit sad he had to share with his sister because I wanted him to munch it all by himself. <laughs> oh, well, that's not, it's not going to happen. It's, it's what's yeah. his is hers and what's hers is his. It just, it just goes out that way. So it's oh, never going to happen. But I mean, I'm joking. <laughs> throughout that, that whole process, though, I mean, you were dealing with typhoons and all kinds of crazy stuff. I was like, okay. It's, it's, yeah. It'll get here when it gets here at its appointed time, and, and regardless as to how long that it took, we uh, we all enjoyed it because I ate some of the snacks too. I have to say it was very good. So <laughs> I will definitely be ordering some more um, because it was it was pretty cool. Just just the idea of getting something from Tokyo, Japan, something where you can you can't even buy it anywhere here at all in Houston. And, and just the idea of getting it from Tokyo, Japan, I thought it was really cool. Wow, that's really nice. Thank you so much. That's Absolutely. really nice to see. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was so crazy, that period. Um, was that like three months ago, four months yeah. ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we had a typhoon every single week <laughs> hitting yeah, Tokyo funny. for like five or six weeks straight. And it was it was madness because normally the normally the typhoons, as I say in my podcast, they track up from Taiwan or down from the equator. Mm -hmm. They generally go up to the right out in the ocean, mm -hmm. or they sneakily sneak up the inside Japan between Korea and Japan and go over there and do their thing. But yeah, these five or six in a row, they're like, I'm doing my thing. Oh, no, actually, I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna just go straight to Tokyo and hit it. And, uh, <laughs> right? Like, what? Why? What? What? What are you doing? Why? Why? And I'm like, you know, I'm going on, on Facebook and I'm like, okay, wait, he's had a podcast, y'all. This was crazy. He was doing a podcast doing a typhoon. Who does that? Yeah. Um, I'm, oh, I don't know. Uh, obviously me. Um, I, I don't know why. Uh, I'm from Queensland, Australia, and so we have really big storms and we have really big cyclones and hurricanes come in. And mm -hmm. in, in, in Queensland, if anybody's ever been to Australia and experienced a storm or a cyclone in Australia, it gets really, really hectic, really fast. Wow. And it's really dangerous. And for me, the typhoon, I'm sorry, but for me, a typhoon is a bit of a joke. I'm like, really? Typhoon? All you got is some wind and your rain and that's it? Like in Australia, we've got trees falling over. We've got widow makers throwing branches at you. We've got thunder and lightning and flooding, and you can't leave your house for two weeks. Wow. And so a typhoon in Tokyo was a bit of a joke for me. So I took that 
as an opportunity to go outside and share with all my podcast audience what it's like to be in a typhoon in the middle of Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting. Now, one of the other things that you do, and what I really enjoy about your podcast, uh, Kyle, is that yeah. you really share a lot of good information about um, Japan itself, and uh, specifically Tokyo, Japan, and the different events that take place, um, the parades and everything, because I was um, trying to decide whether I wanted to come to Japan. And I certainly don't want to come there during the summer. That is just not okay. going to happen. At okay, all. great. great. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really, really happy to hear that. <laughs> I like to help people. So if I've helped people make a decision about what time to come to Japan, yeah. Right. Guys, everybody, please listen to Philia and listen to me. Do not come to Japan during summertime. No. Because you... You have like 100% humidity. Uh, the temperature tops out about 38. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit for you guys in the US, but it's 38 wow. Celsius. So it's really hot. It's really sticky. Also, in conjunction with the summertime, you have the rainy season starting. So mm -hmm. it rains for about two months straight. Wow. And in, in conjunction with that, you have a typhoon season. And as I said, like we had five to six major ones hit Tokyo. I think there's about 28 typhoons in total for the last typhoon season. Holy cow. Yeah, so don't come to Japan in summertime. No, definitely Unless, not. Yeah, if you do go to... Actually, no, no, no. Just please don't come to Japan in summertime. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. There's nothing. Just don't do it. Right. So I was on your Facebook page and I... I happen to see, is that a Godzilla Christmas tree-like decoration yeah. in the mall? That is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I found that the other day. One of my friends shared it with me. It's a, it, yeah, it's a true-to-form Godzilla Christmas tree. Wow. And it's, it's, I don't know who made it, but it's just so cool. It's like, wow, I love Christmas. I love Godzilla. Well, let's put the two of them together. <laughs> What a good combination, really. What are you gonna what are you gonna call it? God 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 mass? Uh, right. Godzilla? I don't know. Do you have a name for it? I don't what even know. I, I was like, okay, that's a that's a Christmas tree and that's Godzilla. And I and I noticed that there was like some kind of steam or something. I was like, okay. I just that, went back that, to my childhood for real. I'm serious, because I was a big fan of Godzilla movies and King Kong. <laughs> Godzilla and and uh, Mamroth or whatever. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I gotcha. Um, that yeah, that was like so cool. I the attention to detail like surpassed anything I expected. Like really having the steam coming out of the mouth too. Like, yeah. The only thing you could make that better is have the sound effects. Like, Argh! yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't there. I wasn't there to record it, so I wasn't sure. Wow. Actually, in relation to that. In Shinjuku, so I'm not sure. Do you know Shinjuku, I feel you? No, I sure don't. Okay, Shinjuku is one of the cities in Tokyo. Shinjuku has the busiest trains, the biggest and the busiest train station in the world. Okay. It is crazy. There's like a, about, I think it's about 30 million people go through it a day. It's oh crazy. God. So in Shinjuku, they have a hotel and next to the hotel there's this office building and this office building on top of the office building is a huge godzilla head it, it it's big 
it's like the size of Texas big. It is a true to true to life massive Godzilla on top of an office building. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and if you're lucky <laughs> if you're lucky enough and quick enough and you rent the apart rent a room in the hotel across the road from the office building, mm-hmm. you pretty much have Godzilla staring in your hotel room <laughs> every day you wake up. Oh no, see, I couldn't. Oh do that. seriously. I'll try to find some pictures for you then send them to you so you can share with your friends. But yeah. Yes, please do so. <laughs> so so can... what, what's it actually like in, in, in uh, Tokyo, Japan around this time of the year as far as the, you know, the Christmas season? Uh, uh, in direct relation to Christmas or yeah. weather-wise? Yeah, or... Christmas. Okay. okay, Christmas time. Japan's really interesting with the holidays. So we just had a Halloween, and that's obviously October the 31st. Mm-hmm. Japanese are so uh, attention detail oriented, it's crazy. So as soon as Halloween finished on the 31st of October, mm-hmm. all the Halloween de- decorations disappeared in a blink of an eye. Oh, and yeah. then suddenly there's tinsel and Christmas trees and Christmas advertising everywhere. Oh, yeah. And and it goes hardcore all the way up to the 24th of December. Wow. Not the 25th, not Christmas Day. It goes up to the 24th of December because that is the Emperor's birthday. Oh, okay. So on the Emperor's birthday, that's not Christmas Day, but that's when Christmas Day is sort of uh, celebrated here. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the 24th finishes, 25th, Christmas Day, Pretty much everything Christmas related is gone. Wow. Back, okay. back to normal. And also, um, Ophelia, tell me how do you celebrate Christmas in America and why do you celebrate it? Tell me about Christmas in America. Well, a lot of times, well, it seems like here lately, um, they start decorating earlier and earlier. And yeah. I mean, like like you just said, in October, after Halloween was done, immediately it was Christmas decorations all over the place. I'm like, really, you guys? We we haven't even y'all just skipped over Thanksgiving and just went right into the commercials on TV, uh, advertising the toys and and the the cars that you can buy at this great big old discount because it's Christmas time. You know, they go pretty pretty full-blown here in the United States as well but as far as my family is concerned you know we we have we celebrate it but you know it's not it's not the way that um like a lot of people do we used to have the big old tree and and things of that sort but you know every this year we decided we're going to have like I don't know if you've seen um Charlie Brown's Christmas so uh yeah maybe yeah. yeah. Okay. So on Charlie Brown's Christmas, there was this little tree that Charlie Brown was, well, Charlie Brown was trying to find the best tree. And unfortunately he was very unsuccessful, but the one tree that he did find, it had a one little twig and a light and a bulb that they put on there. <laughs> and that was the Christmas tree. Well, nice. we upgraded from that because we had that last year as a joke. And so we upgraded and now we have a, a little bit bigger christmas tree even though it's still on a stand (laughs) we still have a little christmas tree but it doesn't have a bunch of decorations but our thing is as far as my family is concerned is we love to give to others 
and yeah. that, that's what we focus on as you know we of course we give the kids gifts and stuff as well but we are we focus more on um giving gifts to others and sowing into other people's lives now yeah Outside of our household, I don't know if you've seen the many videos that are out there, but people go cuckoo crazy. Yeah. Black, okay. uh, Black Friday, they're like fighting over TVs. And yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. It's madness, wow. Kyle. It is yeah. ridiculous. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. So, yeah, that's the kind of mindset, unfortunately, not everybody, but a lot of Americans here have the mindset that having more, more, more and buying more and spending more around Christmas time is the thing that you're supposed to do. But then the problem yeah. is when they get to January, it's like, oh, dang, I don't spend too much. And now they're <laughs> in debt. So that's Christmas yeah. here in the United States. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've. I've <laughs> Thank you. That was really good. That was really informative. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of international news and yeah, I've been watching that for the last few years in America, the Black Friday sales and like, mm. wow, man, like if I had the money, I would actually donate the charity. I was going to say mm. I'd hire some bodyguards to take yeah. me to the shop to buy that discount TV, but nah, nah, nah. I'd rather donate that money to charity. Oh, you would actually do better just going online and it's, it's yep. become a lot more safer to just do that as opposed to maybe having to go um, all out with armor and everything just to get that, <laughs> big, that good deal on a TV. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, no, that's cool. Um, actually, for you guys too, and probably you, you probably would have seen some of my Facebook posts, um, I work as a paintball instructor, so I carry a paintball gun with me 24-7. Wow. It's, non it's non-lethal, but it, it hurts, and it's a good deterrent for Black Friday. Uh, that would be awesome. Merry Christmas! Exactly. I saw another video on your page as well that's of a truck that or a car that's like um going through different stuff. It has this this barrier thing that's in front of the truck. Oh the yeah. Car. Yeah. That you know, that's if I could have that for our traffic here in Houston, yeah. I would be happy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's how bad it is here. Are people that drive crazy. I don't know oh. what the driving is like in Japan, but here in in Houston, these drivers have no courtesy whatsoever, yeah. and it's it's horrible. So what what's it like over in Japan as far as driving and stuff like that? Okay, so your traffic situation in Houston in America is pretty much the same as Australia. Okay. Um, it's not as bad because we only have 22 million as our population and Australia is the same size as the United States. Wow. But we have a lot of bad drivers that don't understand what an indicator is. It's located on the right-hand side of your steering wheel. You used to indicate which way you're going to turn. Yeah. And then we have a lot of road rage. Um, in Australia, we don't have guns. So um, road rage turns into a bit of fisticuffs. Oh, wow. Fisticuffs is British English for fighting. So... Uh, yeah, so sometimes people will stop dead in traffic and punch on, which is always good to watch if you're a bystander, not oh if you're involved goodness. in the fight. Um, yeah, traffic in Australia is same as the US, not as bad. Um, traffic in Japan, mm -hmm. 
Japan is highly regulated in every aspect of life. So I've driven a few times as a chauffeur here in Japan, driving a Lexus, driving people around. And wow. you have your you have your GPS, you have your inboard TV screens, you can see all your traffic, you see where you're going. Everybody's really courteous and if you overtake somebody or if somebody lets you into the lane, mm-hmm. they give you a little bow, a little flight bow as you pass. So you bow to people as you're driving your car. Wait a minute, how how in the world how does that work? I don't you drive it in a car, just, how do you bow? <laughs> It's, it's, it's a slight bow. It's just, it's just a, a slight bow. It's just like a head oh, nod okay. bow. It's like, it's like, you're in, you're in. It's like, but okay, can we, cool. can we wind back to Christmas just a little bit in Japan? So yeah, um, you've told me about Christmas in the US. I was interested about that. That's really cool. It sounds really similar to Australia, but uh, Australia is a bit more family orientated. Mm-hmm. But back to Japan, because I'm in Tokyo, we have an enormous Christmas tree this year. It is huge. It is topping in at at least 12 inches in height. So it's about a foot. <laughs> okay. It's very, it's very big. I can, I can easily put Ooh. it inside my briefcase and carry it with me. Wherever wow. I need to. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll decorate that. We'll decorate that this weekend, which will take awesome. about five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> And and it's easily importable. That's the awesome thing about exactly. it. Exactly. There's Christmas everywhere. Everywhere I go is Christmas. I put the tree up on my office, put the tree up on the tennis courts. There's Christmas everywhere. Instantly. But instantly. It's like, bang, it's Christmas. Yay. And then bang, it's not Christmas. Yay. But um, the, the one really big difference in Japan Christmas to Western countries like America, Australia, UK, New Zealand, Mm -hmm. um, any English-speaking countries, Japanese Christmas is solely focused on couples. Hmm. It's a romantic day. So in Christmas, Christmas in Australia, we celebrate, it's a family day, and we honor Christ, and, Mm -hmm. and we go to church, and we... And we give gifts to each other, to our family members and to our friends. We help people in need and we celebrate all together. But wow. Christmas in Japan is just about girls trying to find guys, guys trying to find girls so they don't feel lonely on Christmas Day together. And wow. It's really strange. <laughs> it's really, that's, really weird. That's I different. have. <laughs> I have um, lots of Japanese friends and mm-hmm. lots of expat, expat friends that live here that get really depressed at Christmas time because yeah. they don't have a date. Wow. I it's can not, see that. I can see that. It's really strange. It's, re- yeah. it's really strange. It's like, wow, so you're not celebrating like Christ. You're not celebrating with your family. You're not mm-hmm. celebrating like giving a gift to somebody. You're just depressed and crying in your room because you don't yeah. have a date like really yeah i mean that and that's another part of of that of the um, some of the things that happen here in the u.s as well uh, really? that oh yeah because you know a lot of times especially if it's an individual that might have lost their mom or their dad or you know or they may be loners or you know whatever the case is um it, around this time of year is when um, their d- depression is 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 um, very high, 
Um, where I work, um, and I I won't uh, mention the name, but where I work, um, I get calls, um, all the time, uh, for individuals who want to, um, you know, seek help, get inpatient treatment. And I mean, there has been times where, um, a family member would, um, have to drop the individual off around Christmas time. And, uh, yeah. and it's always, it, that makes me sad. It's that, you yeah. know, you feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's that depressing that, you know, you on Christmas, on Christmas yeah. day, on Christmas yeah. day, where it's a celebration, um, where yeah. most people are nice around this time of year and everybody's happy, jolly, and, and yet they're depressed. It's, it's, that's, that is really sad though. It really yeah. is. So, I, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I agree with you 100% on that point because, yeah, Christmas is about family time. And mm-hmm. if your parents have passed away or your better half or your siblings or something, or if you have nobody, uh, I understand that point. I just feel that um, the way Japanese have bastardized Christmas to mm-hmm. be a romantic event rather than a family event or yeah. a worshipping event, I feel yeah. it's sort of... I'm I'm Australian. I went to church every single Christmas for mm-hmm. 15 years, and we understand the values of Christmas and being with our family. Yeah. And Japanese companies have taken full advantage of this romantic period, and they're always advertising these like beautiful romantic dates, the snowflakes raining down, and you're hugging your your handsome boyfriend or your beautiful girl, and wow. you're going for a bit of a dance in the snow and. It, and it's just sad. And yeah. I, it's really, I find it even more disturbing when foreigners, I, I have a lot of foreigner friends here, mm-hmm. they get upset about not having a date for Christmas. And I tell them like, dude, you're from America, you're from Australia, you're from the UK. It's not yeah. about having a date for Christmas. It's about celebrating the birth of Christ and, right. spending, and spending time with your family. Exactly. And exactly. It's, it's really, so I'm very lucky. I have a beautiful wife and I have two children. Okay. And I, we always make Christmas a special day. I always put the uh, huge Christmas tree, the uh, 12-inch <laughs> Christmas tree. Yes. The 30-centimeter Christmas tree. We'll say that in British English for all you um, people out there that use the real English. And put that up, decorate it, and then I sneak out about 3 a.m. and I put all the presents underneath it and then go back to bed and then wake up early and like, yay, it's Christmas! And awesome. Very nice. That is it's pretty really cool. Nice. So, yeah. Kyle, what are your plans for 2019 as far as Tokyo Munchies, not only your company, but also the podcast? Uh, okay, cool. You got me there. That's a good question. Um, as my listeners probably would have noticed I haven't done a podcast in the last two weeks. Uh, this will be the third week, actually. Um, Podcast-wise, I want to continue the podcast because mm-hmm. I'm getting a really lot of really good audience engagement, and I'm getting a lot of good feedback, and I really enjoy doing it. It's fun to talk with people. I always invite people like you to talk to me. We send each other messages. We put in each other's podcasts. Yeah. So I'll keep doing the Tokyo Munchies podcast for next year. Try to get better content as for Tokyo Munchies uh, it, I've been running it for three years mm-hmm. I've put in a lot of effort and it's not really working okay I'm gonna keep going for another year okay 
it's sort of weird in conjunction with this feeling of like, okay, I've put all this effort into the Tokyo Munchies to grow this export business. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm getting customers, but not as many as I need. Mm-hmm. And next year, the shop I use, the shop interface is called Ticktail. It's right. a free shop. Um, Ticktail just recently sold to Shopify. Oh, okay. So my shop will be absorbed into Shopify. And so I have to make a new shop in Shopify next year around April the 19th. Okay. So I'm right now at a crossroads whether mm-hmm. I not whether or not I continue to do Tokyo Munchies as the online shop and work in the Shopify interface or mm-hmm. whether or not I let it go. Okay. Because okay. the, there's the old saying like, um, don't flog a dead horse. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. So yeah, something's not working. Don't You can try it for a while. And I, I hate to lose. I hate to back down. I never give up. But there's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. for so long mm-hmm. but i'll keep tokyo munchies going even when i do go into the shopify interface i'll keep the shop live and i'll try to keep my marketing up and i'll keep doing my podcast each week yeah um i have a new podcast coming out next year with japan ramen box so i'll be okay. focused on that and also i have a new podcast coming out next year called a few brews later hmm okay so a few views later will be me in Tokyo sampling Japanese alcohol and my friend in Australia sampling Australian alcohol, and we're going to be talking about it on the podcast. Oh, that'll and, be interesting. Yeah, probably going to get pretty loose. We'll try, to, <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to keep it PC, but it might get a little bit loose. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. That's cool. Yeah, so I don't want to let Tokyo Munchies go, but uh, yeah, you know that old saying like, um, "I hate to see you go, but I love to see you leave." Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sometimes it, I mean, sometimes it ends up being that way to where you have to um, maybe let something go in order to start something new, and there's nothing exactly. wrong with that. So, exactly. um, I would hope I'm hoping that you know Tokyo Munchies. Um, as far as the, the munchies is concerned, continues to go forward. But, you know, it's whatever God's plan is um, in regards to that. And if that door closes, then another one opens. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, great. That's the best way to look at it. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't want to let it go, and I'm not going to close it. I'll leave it open forever. Yeah. But yeah. I, I won't focus... Before I was focusing 100% of my effort on Tokyo Munchies, mm-hmm. I do all the internet marketing on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Pinterest. I'm starting a YouTube channel with it. I do all the photographs for the content. I go to the stores, buy all the stock. I ship all the stock. And I, you, you've seen my marketing. You've seen how much yeah. I push it on Instagram and everywhere. And I've been doing it for two years solid and this gets a little bit tedious after a while, (laughs) but I'm not going to let it die. I'm going to keep it live, but I'm just going to back off on my marketing a little bit and let it take its own breath and see how it goes from there. Yeah. So we're going to have to go ahead and wrap this up, but did you have anything that you would like to share with the listening audience? I'd just like to say, guys, thank you very much. Um, Please come and listen to Wove Inspirations. Um, Alphelia, Althea, Althea, yes. is that correct? Althea? You got so, it. 
please come and listen to Wove Inspirations because Althea is a beautiful lady and she's very kind and oh, she's great. So please come and listen to her podcast and drop by Tokyo Munchu's podcast as well and have a listen. And um, stay tuned for the Japan Ramen Box podcast and a few beers, a few brews later podcast. Absolutely. Other than that, <laughs> everything else is great. Everybody, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and much love from Tokyo, Japan. Thank you, Kyle, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome morning and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook at W-O-V-E Inspiration, as well as Instagram, W-O-V-E 2005. You can also leave us a comment, question, or if you would like to be a guest on this show, you can contact me at W-O-V-E 2005 at yahoo.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope you guys have an awesome day and keep moving forward.